0: You're listening to the Preaching Podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Colbert. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. If you come to church for the next service and and you don't even have to look for your Bible cuz it's the same place you left it when you came home from church, that's a problem. And I understand some we've got couple bibles i understand all of that but this book has got to be used this book has got to be open this book has got to be read if you don't use it it cannot cleanse you like it can number one we must be clean we are clean from the word of god if we confess our sins the bible says that jesus promised he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness number one we must be clean, number two. If we're gonna abide in Christ, we must stay close. As we have studied the disciples and we've studied the life of Christ this year, it's amazing to me to think how close those disciples were physically, but sometimes how far they were spiritually. Now, here's where I'm going with that. You say, Pastor, I hope people that are not in church tonight, I hope they're listening to this. They need this. And they do. But you know who else needs it? The ones that are in the pews. The ones that are in the choir. Uh, the ones that are standing behind the pulpit. Did you know we all need to stay close? And if we're not careful, we will drift away from God by just going through the motions. Now, don't, don't, tell, me, don't tell me you don't know what I'm talking about because I think we've all been there. We can go through the motions and we can be in every service and we can be involved in a ministry and we can sing in the choir and we can serve the Lord. And if we're not careful, we are close in our physical presence. We're close in our physical location to God and his house and his word. But in our heart, to we'll be a million miles away. The songwriter said, I'm prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. And if we're going to abide in Christ, we must stay close. Verse four, abide in me, Jesus said. That word abide, it means to dwell. It literally has the idea of where you make your residence. I don't want my time with God to be a a once-in-a-while trip. I don't want my time with God to be like a vacation that I take once or twice a year. I want my time with God to be like the house that I live in. I'm there every day. I'm spending time there every day. That's where I live. That's my address. Verse 10, Jesus said, abide in my love. Verse number seven, he said, if my words abide in you. Verse seven, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. You know how you stay close to the Lord? You talk to him. You know how you stay close to the Lord? You let him talk to you. You can't be close to someone unless you have communication with them. Uh, you, You can't be close to somebody in your home if you never speak to them. You can't be close to somebody in the office. You say, yes, I can. We do emails. Well, God bless you. But at some point, you're going to have to open your mouth. At some point, you're going to have to smile. At some point, you're going to have to speak to somebody if you're truly going to be close to that person. And I hope it's your heart's desire to say, I want to be close to the Lord. I don't want there to be anything that separates between my soul and the Savior. Number one, we must be clean. Number two, we must be close. But number three, we must have a connection. I love what this says in uh, John 15. Jesus says, I am the vine, and ye are the, what? The branches. Well, here's the beauty. The vine and the branches are connected. The vine and the branches are touching. They are joined together. And if they're not joined together, that's a problem. Because if the connection is broken between the vine and the branches, the branches will die. That's what it says in verse number six. They'll wither. Have you ever had a, seen a, a branch on a tree? And that branch breaks off in a storm. It's still hanging up there, but it's not really connected. Uh, the, 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 uh, the nutrients from that, the root system are not making it to that branch, and those leaves die. Because there's not a connection, you know how it is. You have an old friend, maybe a friend from high school or a friend from college or a friend from years ago, and you'll think, boy, I haven't haven't talked to that person in a while. We've lost touch. Now, we were close. We used to be together every day. We used to work together. We used to go to school together. We used to play ball together. We used to go to church together, but we haven't talked in a long time, and so therefore we would say, we're not really close anymore. We're not really connected anymore. We're we're not really keeping in touch like we once did. Maybe for you tonight, maybe you would say that describes your relationship with the Lord. Could you say tonight that you're connected? Could you say tonight that you are in fellowship with him? Now again, I I know this, this, this should be so basic and so elementary, but if we're not careful, the connection can be broken. The relationship can be damaged. The fellowship can be lost between our soul and the Savior. Jesus says in this passage that he is the vine and we are the branches. Jesus says that we cannot bear fruit unless we are connected to him. A branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Verse number eight, I want you to notice, herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. We're talking about following Jesus and being followers of Christ. Well, if you're gonna be a follower of Christ, Jesus said you're gonna have to bring forth some fruit. And how do we bring forth fruit? By staying connected to the vine by staying connected to jesus you say i feel like i'm i'm not really seeing victories i feel like i'm not seeing uh, some spiritual successes i feel like i'm not seeing prayers answered i feel like i'm not getting much from the bible well maybe it's because we've allowed our relationship with the lord to just become mechanical maybe it has become routine maybe we're just going through the motions may god help us to stay connected our strength comes from him our power comes from him our help comes from him our wisdom comes from him i have a a cell phone here and um i have a a, a charger at home y'all have those you have, you have those chargers where you can just set it on on a, on a charger it's not it doesn't have to be plugged now the, the 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 charger has to be plugged in but the the base doesn't have to be plugged in it's just you, you set it on there anybody you know what i'm talking about do you have a charger like that God, i'm not losing my mind you know what i'm talking about But if you don't set it on there right, it's not charging. Or if you have your your phone plugged in, and and the cord is plugged into the phone, but it's not plugged into the wall. Guess what, when you wake up in the morning, ain't nothing good happened, right? It's actually not even as good as it was when you put it down, it's worse, it's lost some power. Maybe you've lost some power, maybe I've lost some power, maybe we've lost our charge. Maybe we've lost our passion. Maybe it's time to get plugged back into the source and make sure that we are connected with the vine. We are the branches, but I'm glad to say that he is the vine. Quickly, I see number four. If we're going to abide in Christ, we must continue. Verse number nine, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. You know, what's amazing is that when you get saved, that's a one-time event. That's a one-time occurrence. You get saved, you're born again, you're a child of God, and you don't ever have to get saved again because salvation is one time. That's easy. But being a disciple of Jesus Christ, being a follower of Jesus Christ, that's not a one-time event. That's a daily event that is something that you and i have to work at every single day that is something where you get up and you you spend time with the lord and you go through the day and you wake up the next morning and yesterday's devotions don't help you with today and last week's prayer aren't going to get you through today now praise god for the bible reading praise god for the prayer of the past but you've got to get something from god every day and i've got to get something from god every day you like my children. My children would say, you know, Dad, we're hungry. And I'd say, well, oh, I don't know why you're hungry. We ate last week. And I'd say, and we'll eat again next week, you know, but, you know, we don't want to overdo this thing. Well, of course, you'd say that's crazy, but sometimes that's the way we treat our relationship with the Lord. We go from week to week or we go from big event to big event or we go from uh, a teen camp to a youth conference or we go from a revival to a, a teen spectacular or whatever it is. I'm all for those things. But the Christian life is not all about just the mountaintops. The Christian life is about being faithful in the valleys. The Christian life is about a consistent relationship with the Lord. The Christian life is not a hundred yard dash. It is a marathon and it takes continuing in Christ and continuing in his love. I like what Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy three fourteen. He said, but continue thou in the things that thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Can I say we to do? and it's to keep on doing what we know we're supposed to do when the devil tries to tell us that we're wasting our time. And the devil tries to tell us it's not worth it. And the devil tries to tell you you can miss a day. And the devil tells you you can miss a week. And the devil says it's not that big of a deal. You can still be a good person and not be so fanatical about serving God. When in reality the Bible says we need to continue. We need to stay clean. We need to stay close. We need to stay connected to the vine. I'm glad that We don't have to wait till our battery is at 0% to get plugged back in. I'm glad we can stay plugged in throughout the day. I'm glad we can stay connected to Christ. Number four, continue. Quickly, number five, how do we abide in Christ? I see we must obey his commandments. You say, well, pastor, this is the New Testament. I thought the commandments were in the Old Testament. You know, Exodus 20, you know, those 10 commandments. Well, notice what it says in John 15 and verse number 10. If ye keep my, what's the next word? Commandments. Ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Verse 12, this is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Verse 14, ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Can I tell you that God has given us his word because if we're going to abide in Christ, we must be obedient to his word. I'll tell you, we, we live in a society. I was talking to one of our uh, dear members this morning, and we we're talking about how, anymore, th- there, there are no absolutes. Anymore, it's hey, uh, whatever you want to do, whatever you think, who cares what the Bible says, how do you feel about things? And, friend, I want to tell you, this book right here is not a book of suggestions. This is not a book of ideas. This is the eternal truth of God. It is his word, and God's commandments should be taken very seriously. May God help us to stay in Christ and abiding in Christ by obeying the commandments that he's given us. I see quickly number six. I see the fact that we can abide in Christ because he has chosen us. Now, this is amazing to me. Because I know me. And I would say this, that knowing what I know about me, I don't know that I would choose me. But I'm glad he chose me. Aren't you glad that God chose you? You say, well, I don't, I'm not surprised that God chose me because I'm just a, such an amazing person. Well, maybe. And you may be delusional too, but I'll tell you this. I'm glad that even though there was nothing good in me, there was nothing good in any of us. We're all as a bunch of filthy rags, even our righteousnesses. The Bible says there is nothing in us that is good, but yet God still chose us and he loves us in spite of us. Notice John 15 and verse number 16, ye have not chosen me, and I hope you have chosen Christ, but... Jesus is telling the disciples, that's not why we're here. Jesus says to those disciples, we're not here because you made a good pick. We're not here because you made a good decision. Jesus said, we're here because you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. Jesus said, I have set you apart. I have have set you apart for a specific purpose. I have ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Verse number 19, I love this. Jesus said, if ye were of the world, the world would love his own, but because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. That's a good reminder. God didn't choose us because there was anything special in us, but because God did choose us, we ought to act like we're chosen. We ought to act like we're different from the world. We have been selected. We have been picked. We are a chosen generation. We are a royal uh, priesthood. We are a peculiar people. And we ought to be different from the world. And as the world gets worse and worse, that means Christians ought to stand out more and more, not less and less. As the world is getting crazier and as the world is losing their minds as God's people, we ought to be established on the rock and we ought to be different and we ought to let our light shine in this dark world. We've been chosen. How do you abide in Christ? Don't ever forget that Jesus saw something in you that was worth saving. You say, Pastor, can you explain that to me? I can't. I don't know why he would ever choose me. I don't know why he'd ever love me, but I'm glad he did and I'm glad he does. Lastly, I see, how do you abide in Christ? Verse number 26 of John 15. Jesus reminds the disciples as he also did in John 14. He reminds them that they're not on their own. Now, the disciples had Jesus with them, but Jesus is preparing them because he's getting ready to leave. He's going to be crucified. And so Jesus is letting these disciples know, hey, even when I'm gone, you're not alone. Even when I'm, God, when I'm gone, you're not going to have to figure this out on your own. He said in verse number 26, when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me you know what the Holy Spirit does in your life in my life he testifies of Jesus he reminds us that Jesus is worth living for Jesus is worth serving the world says you're wasting your time the Holy Spirit says your labor is not in vain in the Lord The world says, oh, forget it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. The Holy Spirit says, as uh, Brother Chad, Miss Bethany sang this morning, you can make your life count for Jesus. You can make your life count for eternity. And that is what the Comforter does. The Holy Spirit keeps pointing you back to Jesus. And you start getting away and that world's pulling hard and that flesh is pulling hard and that, that devil's attacking hard and the Holy Spirit says, get back where you belong. Get back to Jesus. Get back to the one that loves you. Get back to the one that died for you. Get back to the only one that's worth living for. And I'm glad to tell you this week that you're not on your own. I can't go with you. It says the pastors can't go with you. The deacons can't go with you, your Sunday school teacher can't go with you, but hallelujah, you've got someone a whole lot better than any of those. You've got the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Holy Spirit doesn't just go with you. He's in you, and He will abide in you forever. How do you abide in Christ? By remembering that the Holy Spirit is abiding in you. And Lord, help us to abide this week in Christ.